morning everybody welcome back to the show and another sunrise foray into the Peak District National Park on Tuesday I went out for a sunrise shoot with uh, some Sinistil 50D never shot it before and today I am out with a thus far wrongfully neglected film for the uh, 35mm experiment I'm out with some Kodak Ektar 100 colour negative film and I've come to a beautiful beautiful location and unfortunately I found myself once again lost I assume that was the path but I guess it must be the other way towards the sun well I'm gonna go this way um, a couple of years ago I visited Snake Wood with the Holger and found that while it was very beautiful and while the Holger is a superb camera I was fairly limited in what I could do and again it was one of those instances where I wish I had more focal length to play with because I could have had more fun well today I just so happened to have all of the focal lengths I could want and so I'm here at Snakewood and I'm going to head up into the hills to try and capture the sunrise and see what I can do because the sun is on its way up and I'm nowhere near going up a hill yet not even out of the woods so I'm at a place I've been to before with a camera I know very well and a film stock that I absolutely live and hopefully it's going to be a good deal hopefully but you know me and I've already had a disaster on this trip hey that's the waterfall this is the waterfall I'm on the right track I'm on the right path I knew I was on the right path Um, so I'm looking really at getting some nice sunrise shots of the coniferous trees that make up this wood maybe but to be honest walking here I've seen lots of good compositions already down in the midst so who knows, I might just stick around here. Whew. These hills I can hear another waterfall. Oh wow, waterfall city. <laughs> you know, sometimes you've got to wonder. You could stay here and never run out of compositions. Perfect. I mean, there's three waterfalls. It's only little, but they're great foreground. And there's uh, trees everywhere. There's vistas. There's panoramas. want for nothing however I do feel that I'm going the wrong way my idea was to go up into the hills because apparently there's some rocks up there that look really nice some uh, like nicely shaped stones but I don't know where they are exactly I'm just kind of wandering around but 
might just stay down here. Had brought enough supplies for like a six hour walk. But I don't know if I can be bothered doing that. I think I'm quite content to uh, photograph the woods from down here. Especially all these waterfalls. The sun is coming up soon. It's going to be here in about half an hour. Now, there's no cloud in the sky again. They're supposed to be in a bit. I was hoping to get some, catch some of that morning light and provide a nice backdrop, but I'm okay with uh, not having that if I can uh, find good foregrounds for it. Lots of campsites here, which I think is illegal. I don't know. So. I've been here since very early and actually got lost. <laughs> I went the wrong way in the woods and it was pitch dark so I couldn't see anything. And I found a dead sheep which scared me to death and I had to walk back to the car so that I could figure out where to go. And now I'm on my way so it's been an interesting morning already. But the problem now is I'm just backtracking where I've been. I'm not actually getting up onto the hills now. Don't want to walk all the way back. Just have to walk all the way back up the hill. So what I'm going to do I don't know. I'm going to head back and see if I can find the proper way up into the hill because the map is not working so I'm relying on my own sense of direction and I believe the map said that I had to go keep going left which I've not done I've been going right and I went right and that's where I went wrong so I need to keep going left and at least Dante's having fun Oh, nice tree. Ooh. I wonder if I could get a reflection. No. There's a puddle of water there and it's very still, but it's covered in weeds. So, no reflection. Very nice tree though. Low hanging fruit, I have to say. My dog has disappeared. Oh, there it is. Anyway, um, nothing's going to be happening for a bit, so I will come back to you when I've uh, discovered what I'm doing and where I am and who I am and why I'm here. So I've decided to remain down here and make compositions with what I've got down here because what I've got down here is wonderful and I love it and I can make some nice stuff. Instead of running up the hill, which looks like it's a long way off, and then scrambling to try and get something up there when I don't know what it is, seems a bit daft when I've got stuff here that I can do. I know it's, it seems easy. You know, like I said, low-hanging fruit, but at the end of the day, I've come to make nice-looking images with good light, and I really like these trees. I really like this water. If this is where the action is, this is where I should stay. So I've uh, I've come back to the waterfall, or the waterfalls, and I'm going to just scout and look and see what compositions work. I've got some nice S-curves looking down the valley here and when the sun comes up over the hills in about 20 minutes it's going to flood this valley with light and those trees are all going to catch. So uh, I'm probably going to set up a composition here looking down into the valley. I've got the river in the foreground and then I've got the waterfall and I can just work my way up as the sun crests over the hill and uh, 
shows us the good stuff. And Dante's got the zoomies. You got zoomies? You don't act like a nine-year-old dog, do you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm quite content to only make a few compositions today. I know I've got 30-odd frames, but uh, if I only take three or four compositions, you know, that's good enough. I've got the strain trying as well. I, I forgetted to mention that before. Not regretted. Uh, neglected to mention that before. I've got the strange finder so I can make some pinhole images while I'm out here. I've got FP4 loading it so it's going to be a nice contrast. I brought the strange finder before and I can't remember whether I really like the pictures or not but you know it was okay. So yeah I'm just going to scout around and have a play and see what's what and yeah I'll let you know what happens when the sun pops its head out? So, Dante's still got the zoomies. <laughs> the uh, composition hunting is going well. I've already found a couple that I like. And I'm just down here. I'm, I'm literally, I'm not trying really hard at all. I'm on the path. Um, and. There's a beautiful S-curve in the water and all it needs is a bit of light on the trees which is going to come soon so I'm thinking there's some light on the hill over there and that's going to that's going to be the first composition because it's going to as the light progresses down the hill I can kind of measure where it's going to be and then I can run back here and get this one because the light on the hill is gorgeous. It's lovely, it's that lovely morning orange light and uh, it's creeping slowly down the hill. So I, I might go and get that one first. It's a 35 millimeter shot. And as the sun comes down, it's gonna hit the tops of some of the trees there and I can get the water in and it's all gonna look great. So I think I'll get that one first. And then by the time I've got that one, the light should have progressed far enough where I can come and get these other two and then what I'll do is head back down there and try and get some stuff with the uh, the trees and the water further down strange I feel like I feel weird having walked come all this way just to stand on the path <laughs> and take pictures on the path. Feels a bit counterproductive really, but sometimes you just gotta go with what's in front of you. I mean, I could have walked all the way up there, and I will do one day. And I might not have got anything, but now, you see, I'm here. I can take pictures that I'm probably gonna like with the minimum of effort which is okay and I'll tell you what I can come back you know <laughs> it's not going anywhere so this is a landscape orientation shot Dante's already wandered off it's 35 millimeters I've got the water uh, might be a bit tighter than that actually yeah it's a bit tighter than that I'm losing some of the light on the hill, but I forgive myself for the waterfall. So I've got trees. The only problem with this composition is I've got loads of uh, saplings in them plastic sheaths in the foreground, which is a bit of a shame, but there's not what I can do about that. Unless I go over there. If I stand where the saplings are, I don't have the height. I'm on top of a little rise at the minute, so I'm kind of looking down on this composition. Hey, it might be better from here, you know. I'm just going to try it from here. I've just walked like 10 feet that way. Might be better there as a portrait. I like this, uh, I have to say, I like this method of composition hunting that 
I've got 35 millimeter. I've got 36 frames, so I can literally take tons of shots of the same thing. You see, I don't know, I like that. I don't know if I like this one better or not. There's more of an S curve in this one, and it's 28 mil, so it's a bit wider. But it's a bit tight getting everything in, and I've got a lot of foreground. Do I like it better as a landscape? I don't know. Do I like it better here or over there? There's another dead sheep in this composition. What I could do is, of course, do both. I'll do this one first because this is the one that I saw first. Uh, so, F11, everything should be nicely in detail. Focus to infinity. I'm already getting half a second. Right, that's the composition. Oh no, I was a bit tighter than 35, wasn't I? Yeah, that's it, that's it. So I want the waterfall right in the fog. I'm just going to make sure I'm focused. I am on that waterfall. Half a second's good because it gives me movement in the water while retaining a little bit of detail. I'm going to go a little bit wider, more towards 35. Just because I want some of that. I've got a triangle of sky, which is annoying, but I'm going to get a bit more light on the hills. Right, let's just see how uh, things are doing over here and I'll get my cup of tea. I always bring a cup of tea for a sunrise walk. Although, I don't think I did at Dovestones. Uh, I don't think I did on Tuesday. Please don't have leaked. Because it's nice to have a cup of tea out in the wilds. He says on a public footpath in a national park. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, the light's nowhere near over here. So, I've got time. I've got time. Mm. Ah. Ooh. Maybe not enough milk. What do you think, Dante? Do you want some? Bit warm for you? No? He's not a fan of tea. He'll have mead. Uh, occasionally. He, uh, he's had a little bit of whiskey, but uh, put him to sleep. I'm getting some nice colour reflected in the water. That's good. Mm. And that's going to be even more pronounced over here, where I was a second ago. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to come back and do this version of the shot. I wish that dead sheep wasn't there. I can see the, uh, the light, uh, the hills through the trees lighting up looks really good. And the light's hitting the hill just above me now, it's going to be uh, just fantastic too. And of course the trees here, they're starting to light up over there, so this whole valley is going to be flooded with gorgeous orange. Mmm, gorgeous orange light. Right, I'll save some tea for in a bit. I'm just going to go with the camera's light meter because I brought the uh, spot meter, but I'm going to use that with the strange finder. I don't think it's entirely necessary. The uh, light meter in this camera is pretty good. I've set it to ISO 100 so it's it's pretty good. And I, I feel like what I'll do is I'll just take, you know, five different shots of this and three different shots of the next composition. I just feel really lazy for just doing this one instead of exploring a little bit more but if I hadn't got lost, you know, this is where I am when the sun rises. Isn't that right, Dante? Are you having fun? Eh? Are you having fun? 
Oh, you having fun? Where's that stick? Where's your stick? Go get your stick. Go get your stick. He's lost it. Don't need my head torch anymore. I can put that away. I, uh, I need to use my other camera a bit, I think. Yeah. Hey, we're at a quarter of a second now. I had a polarizer. I had a circular polarizer for this lens and I do not know where it's gone. Lost it. And I don't like it because it fit 52 millimeters. I wonder if it's on my large format camera. Not that it would be super useful today because I kind of want some of the reflections in the water to pick out the river a bit, but still. I got it from the photography show, it was good. It was a good classic one. And um, you know circular polarizers are really good with colour photography. Punch up those colours a bit. I think I know where it is. No, it can't be. I was going to say I think it's on my large format camera, but I don't know when I would have used it. The only time I could have used it is at uh, Ingleton Falls with Neil Piper, but that was before the photography show, I'm sure. Oh well. It's a bit of a shame. I could do with being on the other hill looking down because then I'd get a bit more of the, the river involved and I'd have more of an S-curve here instead of the silly silliness that I've got. I mean, I could stand here, but then there's no, you can't really see the water over there. I mean, I can try it. I can only try it. Tiny stick, Dante. Where was it? Oh, you know, this is kind of better. I don't know if this is better. I've got a foreground here, you see. Well, if I like it, I can come and get it. That's kind of the, the motto of all this. I can move around. It's not a large format camera. I have to redo everything. It's a tiny little weenie camera. If I want to take 12 versions of the same thing I can do. The light is coming down the hill now. I've got some lovely uh, silhouetted trees against it. I just wish there were some clouds to catch this morning sun over there, but there isn't. But the light is hitting the trees up there now, so it's going to be catching the tops of my trees very soon, although maybe it won't. Who knows? And it's starting to hit the valley down there. Yes, it's coming along nicely. And of course, in a couple of hours, all this is going to be basically white daylight. So all the loveliness will be gone. Won't it, Dante Dog? It'll all be gone. Hi everyone, just a quick message here just to thank you for listening to the show and that every single listen and every single listener is massively appreciated. It really does warm my heart to know that so many people enjoy the show and enjoy hearing about mine and Dante's adventures in the world of photography. If you would like to support the show and contribute to buying film, buying chemicals, 
organizing trips and equipment than you can. The coffee page has got some more stuff going up on it and I'm going to be a little bit more active on there going forward. If you feel able to, buying me a coffee would go a long way to helping make the show possible. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, you can get in touch by emailing tellsfromthemagicbox at outlook.com and of course all the images from the show are available to see on Instagram. Tells from the Magic Box podcast is the thing to search for. And if you really want to get in touch, Twitter is a great way to do it. You can message me or just join on one of my random chats that I put up there at TFTMB. I always enjoy hearing from people and it's great to know that the community is out there. All right, let's get back to the adventure. There's just so many compositions springing up now, the sun's hitting these trees. I can zoom in. And look at those trees up there. And they're just glorious. I don't know if it's a good composition though, but I'm gonna take it anyway. I've gone to F16 just cause. Uh, I'm getting some light on the top of the trees down here now and it's looking pretty good. But I'm wondering whether I should, uh, I've, I've taken the frame already, but I don't know how I feel about this composition up here. So what I think I'm going to do is wind on, why not? Take one more and then switch positions so that I'm, uh, down where I was a second ago where I said I had some foreground, which is here on a very slippery, crumbly slope. Very dangerous. Um, but I have got a bit more of the S-curve of the water here. That being said, I've also got a bit more of the trees but I need to focus on this foreground and make sure that's in the picture. Which is, uh, yep, yeah, that's good. It's a shame I won't have any light on this foreground. And I also get a lot of those saplings in now, which is a shame. Might just readjust and move a little bit over to the right. It makes a difference these fine adjustments. It really does. Right, so I just want to check that everything's going to be in the shot. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, that's it. I think I've got water snaking off down there. You can just see the uh, thing in the back. Oh, I've got good light on the trees. This is shaping up to be pretty good. Light on those trees up there is just fab. I'm wondering whether I should just pop the long lens on and uh, telephoto my way up to those trees there. That one in particular is really good. I'm just going to do that, grab the long lens, switch it up a bit. I might go down to the water itself and just put all these fantastic trees in the background of this. I'm uh, Loving the opportunities that are being presented at this very easy to get to location that everybody in their dog has photographed to death. I don't care. I'm having fun. Right, so I'm going to zoom in on this tree here, which I really like. I'm going to go down to a, what am I on? F8. This tree is great. Yes. The whole undergrowth as well. It's just really well lit up. <laughs> There's no light in the valley down there yet, so I'm safe for now. But yeah, I think what I'm going to do is take this long lens off pop the uh, small zoom back on and nip down there and put that little waterfall or 
water flow, whatever you want to call it, in the foreground of those trees and make a bit more of a, a deal of those as background elements rather than the main event. Because, uh, to be honest, once the lights hit them, that's kind of it. There's not much more to do. So it all gets a bit samey once the light's on them. Which is a, probably a harsh thing to say, but this is why we don't really like being out in harsh light, because it's a bit dull. Now, what's the safest way down here? I have a doubt. I'm doubtful that it is just where I'm going to go, but it's where I'm going to go, so... Ooh, this might be the end of the podcast. No, I can't die now. Got a wedding. Not my wedding, don't worry. Can't photograph my own wedding. Well, could you photograph your own wedding? Oh my goodness. That was scarier than it looked. <laughs> now, the thing I'm having to think about differently is I'm shooting in colour, obviously, so I need to be more aware of how the colour that I'm looking at is uh, interacting with each other. Whereas what I'm used to is values of black and white. So it's an entirely different balance. And you know, now I'm here, I don't like this composition at all. I like this one though, this one's much nicer. So the, the waterfall I was just at had uh, those horrible sapling things in the background. And don't get me wrong, I love the fact that they're planting new trees. But in terms of compositionally, it's shocking. But this little stretch of water here is really nice. Got a lot of character, it's got a black dog running in the middle of it. And if I go wide and get all those trees in, no saplings, we get a little bit of orange reflection in the water, everything is grand. I'm gonna focus on this rock in the foreground. That's it, just focus to infinity. Make sure I get all the tops of the trees in. I'm wide, so I've got lots of uh, I might just back up a little bit. Oh man, I'm going to have to do some tripod gymnastics. Woo. There we go, that's the composition right there. Got that lovely dark tree in, I've got water, I've got rocks. I got it all! Right, let's see what the settings say. Uh, half a second. Come here! Dante's in the shop. <laughs> ah, I see my hand go in my pocket. He knows it's treat time. Right, so I've got a bit of orange reflection in the water. Half a second. I didn't feel like half a second. Could have been half a second, but I don't know. I'm going to put it on manual adapter and see. Yeah. That wasn't half a second. I don't know what went on there. Maybe it was quarter of a second. Yeah. Ah, oh, right, I think that's that composition done. I don't know what else I could do. 
This bit of the valley is completely flooded with light now, so I need to shimmy around. There's another waterfall down here I'd like to try and capture while I'm here. But uh, it might be a bit dicey to get to. I'm going to come back and do these again with the strange finder in a minute when it's a bit brighter. How's the... Uh, starting to creep into that other valley down there now so I'll uh, nip down there in a minute but first I'm gonna if I get down here I can get nice and low very close to this waterfall and being close to waterfalls is good really good lots of detail So I'm still going to be at 28 millimetres, but yeah, this is the business. Unfortunately, those saplings are in the shop, but you know, it's, uh, it's okay. Right, now we're on to half a second, so I'll make sure I'm focused. I am focused. Good. That's a bit annoying in the foreground. get a bit closer and a bit lower because there's a rock in the foreground which is not good I'm actually going to sit on that rock and there's a really good branch on this waterfall which is just in the right place and I've got lovely background now really nice background so I'm really low I'm as close to this waterfall as I can get. Ugh. I feel like I'm rushing and I shouldn't be. But this is much, much, much better composition. So there's a prominent rock with the water flowing over it. I've got that right in the foreground. And the trees in the background are really nice. Lit. I've tried to minimise the sky as much as possible. I've just got the top of the trees there just touching the edge of the frame and I don't like it so I can move up a bit. I've got lots of water flow in the foreground. Yeah, this is good. Right, what's it telling me? Half a second again. I'm going to go F16 and one second. Get some nice flow in that water. I've even got a little bit of orange reflection in there. Wow, what a day. What a morning. What do you think, Dante? You having fun? Come here. Got bits of twigs and stuff all over you. Aww. Told you I'd bring you to a nice place, didn't I? quality the light is just starting to hit those sapling things now so I'm going to take one more oh wow there's a tree right above me which is being beautifully lit I don't know if I'll be able to get it in the shot though I'm gonna have to move Woo. over here far away like Noddy Holder <laughs> can I get it in the shot I can get it in the shot I'm shooting very wide today but I like it I told you I was getting more curious about wide angle images oh gosh I must fix this track But uh, wide-angle lenses are not easy to get hold of for these cameras. They don't make anything like a 24 or... Well, not that I've come across. If anyone knows of a good wide-angle lens for an OM system, give me a shout. I've already got a 28 Prime. I don't really use that much. 
so I don't know whether this is a good idea this shot but I'm gonna do it I think the battery in this camera might be on its way out I've been using it a lot recently eighth of a second no I can do better than that I can do better than that compositionally He says, not doing better. Still got those bloody saplings in. Right, I'm on frame 16. Oh, oh I need to move. The light's hitting that valley. Grab my bag, then run up this hill. Oh, my tea's still out, it's going to be cold. Right, bag. Oh no, I'm going to miss it. Oh. It's amazing. Right, up. Dante, come on. Up, 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 up. I don't want to fall. Oh man, I'm missing it. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. I'm not missing it yet. The sun's coming up in the wrong place. This is not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> oh well, this is quite a nice composition. The sun is uh, coming through these trees, and the trees are framing the S curve in the river beautifully. So I'm going to stand here and capture this. They've been running around because the sun is not where I thought it was going to be. It's uh, in an entirely whew, different place. So this shot requires me to zoom right in almost to 70 millimeters. In fact, to 70 millimeters. It's going to be get a bit closer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good idea. Oh boy. This is a shot. This is one of those shots that you read about. This is probably a shot that every person that comes here gets. Oh. Wow. So, I've got the trees beautifully Oh wow, yeah. Um, hmm. Move over a bit. No. Get closer. There's, some, there's like a tuft of grass. And I don't know whether to include it or not. If I include it, it's just kind of a dull thing in the foreground. But if I exclude it, it's, it's okay. So I'm going to have to shield the lens, I don't have a lens hood, but if I shield the lens I get some lovely contrast. Wow, this is a shot. What am I thinking? F, uh, F8. No. F11. F11 sharp. Right, this is it. So this meter is telling me an eighth of a second still. So I'm going to do one with the lens shaded. And one without the lens shaded because that flare is actually...
Look at this. Wow. What a special, special moment. I wonder if I just get a bit closer. Get some more of these trees in. Yeah, man. This is it. This is the stuff that Joe Cornish does. Wow. <laughs> I'm really glad I came out this morning. I was going to stay in bed again. <laughs> Honestly. Just go out, just do it. It's all worth it in the end. Minute Pooch, have you got a different stick now? completely abandoned my bag. Oh, I've been running around like a headless chicken. That's the thing with sunrises. You think it's going to be slow and tranquil and it's not. It's just a race. It's just a big race. And it's always the same, no matter where you go. As soon as it pops up, that's it. You're either there, at the place you need to be, or you're not. Simple as. There's no in-between. There's no, oh, I'm sort of there. You're either there, or you're not. And if you're there, like I am now, it's brilliant. If you're not, that's it, man. There's no, uh, it goes that fast. There's just no time to do anything else except shoot and that waterfall is going to be right in it in a minute so what I'm going to do is just finish my tea and let the sun do its thing while I drink this cold cold tea Mm. It's naturally, it's hot, it's nice. I'm really glad I didn't go up into the hills. I would be tired and sweaty and there would be nothing up there. I could not have asked for a better morning or a better location. And I'm really excited now because I'm in just the right place to uh, go back into the woods down there and do some stuff down there. I'd like to do more with this stretch of the river but I think uh, unless I do some strange finder stuff there's not much else I can do. I'm going to strange finder that waterfall definitely. So lovely little pine trees here which are Tea is gross. Yeah, there's some pine trees here which look really nice. I'm just going to walk over there and uh, play with those. Dante's here. I'm like, I can't believe, and I say this every time, because what time is it? It's, it's half past seven. I can't believe I'm the only person here. It's insane to think that nobody else is here. It's sunrise in the Peak District. Where is everybody? Why is nobody here? 
Mind you, I'm glad nobody's here because then I wouldn't have it all to myself. Oh, there's two trees up there. I'm too close to the fence. I'm not close enough to the fence, sorry. There's two trees on the hill which are just catching the sun. It's just a shame that there's there. Uh, um, what's the word? No clouds in the sky because if there were clouds in the sky it would be great. So I'm going to... There's three trees. Can I get all three in? I can. Sort of. Oh well maybe it's better with two. It's a bit better with just the two. No it's better with three. Uh, there's lovely moss here on the ground and if I just get bit closer. Left my bag on the trail if anybody does come. I've got my car keys. Let's get a bit closer. Uh, I can uh, make a composition with all this moss and the baby baby trees which look really good. Really well lit. So I'm at I'm actually at now 35 millimeters to try and get all this in which is good. And I've got three sort of zones of this of this scene. I've got the immediate foreground, I've got the trees in the middle that are medium lit and then the background. So what's this? Quarter of a second. The skies on these are going to be way blown out because the skies are like a 12. That's where my light meter is. I should probably check what the skies are. The skies are like a 12 and the foreground is like a 6. But I'm going by what the OM10 camera tells me because it's usually pretty good and it's telling me an eighth of a second now. So I'll do one at an eighth because I've got, I'm on frame 21 now. Oh, there's just a bit of a tree sticking in on the right, which I don't like. The tree, the light's touching those trees beautifully. Right, this is good. I just hope those trees in the background now are in focus. Don't know whether I should do a... I might do a rare thing where I... Uh, focus to infinity now and then make sure I get it all in focus. That's called a focus stack. For all those people who don't know. Now what I might do... Let's just look over a little bit. Because the trees there are just beautifully picked out. In fact, this might be a long lens kind of shot. This might be a landscape shot, actually. There's a beautiful tree over there, which is just against the dark background. So I'm at 70 millimeters now, and I'll I don't like this. This is long lens stuff. I'm gonna go get my bag. I'm firing through these frames, blinking heck. <laughs> now I wish I had that polarizer. Because the uh, the river's got loads of reflections on it, so it's all you know, insane. I was thinking last night, as I was kind of mentally planning this trip, that I would take my time and maybe concentrate on three or four compositions rather than running around like a lunatic. And what am I doing? Running around like a lunatic. I wonder if I should just change the batteries in this camera. I have got some spares. Right, the uh, 70 to 210 lens is on now, so I'm going to move myself a little bit. I don't want to get too close, but I do want to focus on a couple of these trees, which look really nice. So I'm going to extend all this out to its full, full whack, which is there, which is good. 
there's a particular tree here which I like and I'm going to go portrait orientation I think and I'm just isolating this against a dark background I'm going to go F Beautiful. Just make sure it is in focus. It is in focus. So I've got three trees which are nicely balanced against each other. What's the 15th of a second now? Good. One fight for the second. Let <laughs> me have a look at that one as well. That one looks pretty nice. Yeah, there's a bit of sky in that one. I don't know if this works as a composition really. No, it doesn't. It's a bit naff. Right. Uh, I think I've done all I can over here for now. Might come back in a bit. What I'm going to do is stop recording because I've been recording for about half an hour. I have literally been recording for half an hour. Actually, yes, I'm stop recording. I'm going to go and strange find that waterfall, and then I'm going to head back into the woods because the sun's up now. The light is the light. That lovely first thing orange glow is gone and I've just got nice white or pale yellow light. So I'm going to go and hunt some compositions further in the trees and see if I can get some nice dappled light. Maybe some reflections if I can find some. So I'm going to go strange find this waterfall but I'm going to stop this recording because I'm going to stop the recording. do something um, a little different this time if my recording software plays ball there we go so I have decided to split this episode in two because it's two hours and ten minutes long with all the music and intros and stuff so I'm gonna do half the image review this episode and then half the image review next episode and we'll see how it goes so some of the stuff I'll talk about today you'll probably hear about in the next episode but I will do all the color mm, I'll do most of the color stuff today with the uh, uh, OM10 and then I'll do the last two and all the strange finder stuff next episode because it's a nice way to split up I think so this was a really fun outing and I'm gonna start by saying that while conditions were good they were not really ideal there were no clouds there was no texture in the sky so let's try and avoid it as much as I could and the I'm still having this problem which I'm trying really hard to overlook but I'm still having it where the, the pictures are just the quality is not great and I don't know whether it's the way I'm scanning them or just the inherent quality of the lens but none of it is you, don't, you can't really see it on small images on social media but none of it is really sharp and it all looks a bit clunky really apart from apart from a couple so 
while they're a bit janky, I'm still going to talk about them. Um, so the first one is the image of the bend in the river. Um, let's just have a look actually, because it's been a very long time since I uh, since I did this. A lot of them didn't work, so a lot of the, the first few, the first two or three, didn't really work that well. Um, lighting and, and focus issues. So I'm starting with. It was looking over the. I've gone to the other side of the hill. I got excited and seen the light on the trees, and actually cropped this one down to a four by five crop. Now, the leading line is great, and the motion in the water is great, but I didn't really compose it that well. If I had more clouds and more texture in the sky, I would have included the tree, because the leading line of the river goes straight to the tree, and it would look really good. But I didn't, because the sky was blue, and it just looked ugly. But I did get a nice orange reflection in the water, and like I say, the texture of the water in the foreground looks really good. The lens does realize things that are close to it really nicely. It's stuff that's far away that it struggles with. So I think that I need to be careful how I use it when I go to Scotland next week and really consider what I'm focusing on and what the point of the picture is because the water in the foreground is just wonderful. It's dynamic, it's energetic and while it would have probably helped to have a polarizer it is nice seeing the reflections and yeah, the bottom half of the image is, is brilliant. It's the top half that is just a bit disappointing. It's a little bit muddy and if uh, I don't know, maybe if I'd been a bit lower down. But then the lower down one didn't really help either. So the one looking towards the trees is nice, but it loses that leading line and it loses all the nice highlights and water um, movement and those horrible tree things in the way. But again. The one with the waterfall, which again I've cut down to 4x5, is just wonderful. The texture in the water is great, the detail's great, that stick that was over the uh, over the thing looks really good. There's a little bit of chroma chromatic aberration, but you can kind of overlook it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not too bad. And then we've got like a random bunch of things. So the the next image I've got is the one where the sun was coming up and I was looking through the trees and I really like this image. It's a little bit hazy, but again, I cropped it down to four by five. The light is just really nice. The textures are all really nice. There's a lovely S curve of the water in the middle of the frame. And I've let quite a lot of it go dark uh, because the contrast was so high. So yeah, it's, it's really good one, that one. And then there was one like that, which not quite as good. It's still interesting, but there's a lot more light in the scene. The S-curve is good, and it kind of punctuates the uh, trees really nicely. And the shadows are all good. So texturally it's fine, but compositionally it's a bit meh. And that was... I got really excited by that. But that first one where the light was just coming through the trees is, is really nice. Really nice. Then we've got... Uh, like... Um, I did. I remember the long. I had the long lens with this one. And it's again. It's a little bit fuzzy, but the trees, little baby pine trees, spruce trees, whatever they are, backlit, and there's two in the foreground, then kind of one in the background. The rest of it goes to blue. I like this one from a distance. It's really nice. I don't think it would print very very well, very big, but you know, it's uh, it was a fun image nice little scene that I caught there and then there's oh so there's a couple I cropped down to like a not really a panoramic style but kind of a panoramic style so the first one is I'd come out of the woods and I was looking back and I'd find kind of found the bend in the river it's not a very great image but it's got some interesting lighting and the light coming off the water in the foreground is good there's a tree on the right which is kind of backlit but it's the light coming in, in through the pine trees which is really good now the sun was still coming up so it was still quite low um i kind of wish well not wish but i wish it had been a bit lower and then it would really have been beams of light i would like to go back when it's a bit foggy and misty and try and get this again but it's not bad it's not 
award winning by any stretch, but it's not bad. I can't, oh, I can zoom, but I can't zoom in. So that's that one. And then I did a regular pano crop. This one's really grainy, low resolution. I could probably scan it a bit better, but I've done this twice now where I've cropped it down to a panoramic and it just doesn't really work. It's not, it's not for this. So I don't think I'm doing this again. But the images, the, the actual composition is really nice. It's just the quality of the image that's laying it down. But again, you know, I know where it is. I can go back with the actual panoramic camera now that I've fixed it. Almost fixed it. I can go back, you know. So that's what this is all about. I know this image works now. I can go back and get it at some point. And that is it for this week. I've got two more colour ones and then a bunch of really interesting strange finder stuff which I'll talk about next show and that will be in a couple of weeks. So until then, this is the end of part one. You have been listening to Tales from the Magic Box. Me and Dante would like to say a massive thank you to Mike Gutterman for lending us some of his music for the show. It really means a lot to us and it adds a whole other dimension to what would have been a pretty dull podcast otherwise. Also thank you to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful opening music and thank you to all you guys for listening. What do you think Dante? <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys for the next one. Bye.